Well, the Brewers make three trades before the deadline. Did they do enough? And they finally snapped that losing skid four in a row. I thought they had a terrific performance out of Freddie Peralta. Bounced back after some early trouble. The bullpen picked it up. We'll talk about the new additions and a whole lot more on this edition of Lockdown Brewers. You are Locked On Brewers, your daily Milwaukee Brewers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Everybody, welcome to Lockdown Brewers. Your host, Chuck Freeman here. Good to have you along. Yeah, the Brewers did make some moves. Uh, I was not surprised at all. They got a reliever late uh, in the whole uh, trade process, the deadline. Uh, right before the deadline, they were able to get Andrew Chafin. I thought that was the steal of the day. We'll talk more about that coming up here in a little bit. Plus, we'll talk about the, the other additions the Brewers got along the way as they uh, picked up three players. And, you know, did they do enough? Did the Brewers do enough at trading deadline to make them a bona fide contender and not only catch Cincinnati, they're a half a game behind the Reds now, but to go on and challenge the rest of the teams in the National League to get to the World Series. We're going to get to that here in a little bit. My name is Chuck Freeman. First-year host of Lockdown Brewers, thank you very much for joining us here on Lockdown Brewers, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. We are your team every day. It's great joining you guys. I got some great uh, messages on Twitter today. A guy messaged me from Amherst telling me how much he appreciates. He's got five kids, and I'm telling you, the guy is stressed enough chasing around five kids all day, and if I can give him 30 minutes of relief from that, God bless me. God bless me and him, especially him. But, you know, guys like him, thank you. He's an everydayer. Many of you out there are everydayers here on Lockdown Brewers, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. Get us on Google, Spotify, Apple. Uh, we're on all of Spotify, as I mentioned. Yeah, all the big, the big podcast downloaders, we are on there because we're the number one Brewers podcast on the Internet because of you guys out there, you everydayers who follow us every day. And download us on YouTube as well. Go to the video portion of this show. Go to YouTube. Hit Lockdown Brewers. You know, type in Lockdown Brewers. Hit that subscribe button. Hit that like. You're going to get us Monday through Friday right here on Lockdown Brewers. All right. This show is brought to you in part by Sleeper. Swing for the fences on Sleeper Picks. You can win up to 100 times your money. Download the Sleeper app. Use the promo code LOCKDOWN, and you get a $100 match for your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details currently operational in over 30 states. Check out Sleeper today. All right, everybody. Man, it was warm out there in Wisconsin today. Was sitting inside following, just hoping the Brewers were going to make that big move today. And at minutes before 5 o'clock, the Andrew Chafin deal came down. Not that I wasn't disappointed about it. Or not that I was disappointed about it. I wasn't that I was more happy about that. Well, I shouldn't go that far. Then the Brewers win today, but Chafin, I don't know why Arizona gave him up. He's been a 10 year veteran, dependable guy. He's really only had one bad outing this year. His numbers aren't as great as they were when he was with Detroit. He's bounced around from a few different teams. Uh, the Cubs, Detroit, Oakland, and then and of course, Arizona, but Arizona's in the mix. They're in the playoff mix. Why they'd give up an arm, I don't know. Now, the Brewers did trade Peter Strzelecki, a one-time eighth-inning guy who fell out of favor, 
was banished to AAA and trying to work his way, was trying to work his way back into things with Milwaukee, but didn't seem like it was going to happen because Piamps has stolen the eighth inning job now. And Pagero, even though Pagero has had a few hiccups here in the last week, he's still their seventh inning guy, even though Uribe was the guy tonight. But still, um, I thought getting a left-hander to complement Hobie Milner and making a strength even stronger. That bullpen, hey, even though it's had a couple of rough outings and they bounced back tonight, this is going to just add to the strength of that bullpen. Another lefty to go to, Andrew Chafin. And giving up Strzelecki, I was good with it. If you would have told me back in May, maybe not so. But I had a bit of a sample size of uh, Strzelecki. After, you know, early part of the season, he was he was decent, pretty good. Uh, I was earning trust with him as my eighth inning guy. But obviously, the Brewers didn't think enough of him. Otherwise, they wouldn't have traded him for Andrew Chafin. So Chafin, good with him. Lefty. Brewers needed another lefty. And I know I was telling you guys on the podcast last night, I said, yeah, I want another bat, but I wouldn't be surprised if they went out and got themselves another bullpen guy. And they did. Andrew Chafin. Good move. Good move. Uh, as for the other moves, the Brewers make. Uh, yeah, Canna was in the DH spot tonight. I believe it went over three. Um, batted sixth in the lineup. We'll see how he just fits into this thing. Santana batting third. Uh, I, defensively, I think this team, um, well, Canna, I, 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 I don't know where he exactly he's going to play, where he's going to fit in. Now, they talk about moving Freilich to center field and Weimer, you know, maybe the guy off the bench in a platoon role. I don't know how they work that, but. Freilich defensively has got to be in. He's not DH. Freilich is too good defensively to DH, and he got to keep his bat in the lineup. Okay. Now that he's on this roster, and I didn't think he was going to get traded anyway. That was our conversation a couple of days ago. Uh, but Weimer, platooning him in center and not playing him every day. And again, the guys had two big hits home run yesterday. And then on Tuesday night, a two run single. So just when you want to take him out of the lineup, you know, he had one strong week. And I'm not saying he's not the future of this team, but, you know, I mean, defensively he's good, but the jury's still out on off offensively, and I know he's a rookie. You know, this rookie class, the freshman class, as they call it, uh, we're going to have to give him some time and, and, and at-bats, but still trying to win a pennant here, trying to win this division. People are still trying to hold on to their jobs and improve their resumes. So, but so far, you know, overall on the moves, uh, I expected one more was not maybe expected hoping for one big bet. Uh, DeYoung, I knew the Cardinals were going to trade him to the Brewers, but I would love to have him at shortstop. You know, some of these other guys that got moved, uh, Josh Bell, I know the Brewers already got a first baseman, but I love, I love Josh Bell, CJ Crone. Moved earlier in the week. Randall Graycheck, Graycheck uh, also got moved, part of that Crone deal. And there were a few guys moved, and I was like, man, you know, they get moved. I'm like, God, can, can the Brewers, were they in on any of these moves? But 
yeah, if I had to choose between Bell and Santana, I I, I just love Josh Bell. Maybe it's just the Freeman eye test in there for how good he was when he was at the Pirates. But yeah, I I like Josh Bell. Um, but overall, yeah, I want one more bat. I want one more bat on this team. I think if the Brewers had had one more bat in the heart of that order, would have made them pretty good. Now, Council says, and of course he's going to say this, that you know, for the most part, he was sound like he was good with the trades, that he was that there were some upgrades, but he also mentioned that kind of slid this in there that other guys basically have to step up on this team. And he's right. You know, the trading deadline was not going to be a fix all with the Milwaukee Brewers offense. Cause you can go out and get yourself Rod Carew, Wade Boggs, throw in Dave Kingman and Mickey Mantle. Oh, well, maybe that might, that might be a little much, but you throw in two bats in this team but still the other seven guys have got to do their job. And right now Yelich is, and Contreras is doing what he can out there. But the other guys, there's some massive failures on this team. And if those guys don't start picking up the bats, it doesn't matter who the Brewers trade for or get, or who didn't they, who they didn't get. Uh, if those guys, if the, if the, the nucleus of this team and those guys at the bottom of the order, freshman or no, got to start producing and Terang and Weimer did tonight, but they do. Otherwise, you know, they're not they're not going to win this division. They're certainly not going to go far in the postseason and get the Atlanta beat the Atlanta Braves or get to the Atlanta Braves or get by the Dodgers or even get by a wild card round if they don't get better offense. But man, I just was hoping for one more guy, and I would have been good, as you know, giving a not giving, but trading away one of their prospects, not named Mizorowski and Churio. All right, we'll get to tonight's game. Peralta, I, I thought, bounce back. We'll get to him. Bullpen. Some of your tweets as well. See what you had to say about the day's events. Coming up next here on Lockdown Brewers, I'm Chuck Freeman, your host of Lockdown Brewers. Thank you, all you everydayers out there, for joining us on Lockdown Brewers, the Google, Spotify, Apple. We're on all the major downloads, uh, 30 minutes a day. And, of course, YouTube. Go to YouTube. Go to Lockdown Brewers. Search Lockdown Brewers. And you're going to see us every day. All right. Chuck Freeman here on Lockdown Brewers, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. Uh, by the way, this show brought to you in part by Sleeper. Sleeper is a great sponsor. And if you want a chance to win big in fantasy sports, get a hold of Sleeper right here. Sleeper is the fastest growing fantasy platform in the world. And higher payouts. If you think a player could hit a home run to, uh, in tonight's game, or Wednesday afternoon's game, well, swing for the fences with uh, with Sleeper. A hundred times the payouts. All you have to do is choose two or more players that you like, select more or less in their stat categories, like home runs, strikeouts, hits, and more. Get your pits right, and you could win big. Dynamic payouts are live. They have that. You just go to Sleeper, download the app, and use the promo code Locked On, and Sleeper will match your first deposit up to a hundred bucks. Predict the hottest baseball slants, home runs, hit strikeouts, and a whole lot more to cash in big. Couple up to eight different players, two to eight players. Use the promo code again, locked on. They'll match your first deposit up to 100 bucks. First time depositors 
$100 instant deposit using the promo code LOCKDOWN. Again, the $100 match your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. Currently operational over 30 states. Check out Sleeper today. Swing for the fences. Check out your daily fantasy skills. You know, you guys think maybe you want to take Santana one night hitting the home run, and then you think, oh, my gosh, I think Adamus is going to have under two hits. Go that route. See what the odds are. And have at it on Sleeper. But first, download the Sleeper app, and then go from there. And don't forget the $100 bonus on Locked On. Terms and conditions apply. Check it out right on their app, Sleeper. All right, Chuck Freeman here on Lockdown Brewers, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. We are your team every day. We are going to come right back, and uh, we're going to get the the game Tuesday night. Usually the game is our lead, but, yeah, we had to talk about those trades. We're going to get more of the trades. we got some time. We'll recap everything once again. But we want to talk about the game. Freddie's performance, the bullpen bounces back, the fresh would come through, and your tweets as well. All that next here on Lockdown Brewers. Welcome back to Lockdown Brewers. Check Freeman here. Freddie Peralta improved his record to 7-8 and eight with a win over Washington. More importantly, the Brewers snap that four-game skid, moved now within a half a game of Cincinnati, who got trounced by the Cubs at Wrigley on Tuesday night. But Peralta had that early trouble. Peralta had that early trouble. And I thought, oh boy, because a few starts ago, he had that early trouble against Atlanta, put the Brewers in a big hole. Brewers tried to dig out that night and they couldn't, but they did tonight. Peralta goes six innings, strikes out seven against a team that doesn't strike out a lot, gives up six hits in the three runs. And the bullpen, Uribe gave up that run in the seventh, gave up the triple. Freelick. We had a pause because he went down against the wall. But he gives up the run on the RBI ground out, and then Piam bounces back in the eighth inning after uh, he had the hiccup on Sunday. And then Williams, well, Devin Williams is Devin Williams. He's an all-star, 27th save of the season. But the bullpen bounced back, and now they're going to add Chafin to it. Day off. No, there's no day off. There's one more game left in the series. Thursday, there's no day off. The Pirates are at AmFam Field for a first of four. That's right. Mr. Santana is going to face his former teammates right away. We'll get in that here in a little bit as well. Um, but I thought the lineup tonight, they put Canna in the sixth hole. Santana stays in the three hole. Again, I, I would love to see Freelich bat in that leadoff spot and move Yellich down to the three. It's not happened yet but I would like to see that maybe in the future. Uh, put put Freelick and let him do some things at the top of the order and let Yelich start driving in some of these runs. Um, but a, a win, the Brewers needed. The Brewers needed to bounce back and get this win. Uh, they could afford to get this, keep this losing skid going. I know it's only early August, but my gosh, uh, don't want to fall behind the Reds. And certainly if the Reds lose, you want to be able to take advantage of it. And the Brewers did. I get the win. Uh, the Reds will have one more game in Chicago. The Brewers with an afternoon game, 12 5 with that first pitch coming up on Wednesday afternoon. Get it on Sirius and Sirius XM app. Search Brewers. You're getting all 162 of the Brewers. And Wade Miley takes the hill. 
Wade Miley. What are we going to expect out of Wade Miley? Well, it's been a while since Wade Miley. Let's see. When was the last time he's pitched? Miley last pitched on July 9th. He's been out, and he had eight strikeouts, six innings of work, and he did not make his next start July 9th against the Reds. So it's been three weeks since Miley suffered that injury, but he's back and ready to go, and he's going to pitch in the finale. So looks like Woodruff is getting closer. Burns has six quality starts in July. Miley, if he stays healthy, no reason to think that he won't, but, you know, have him as a starter. That bullpen, I thought with the addition of Shafin, big boost for the team, and now the offense. You know, when Council's talking about certain guys on this team stepping it up, Adamas is at the top of that list. At the top of that list. He's going to be a heart of the order guy. And some of you question, why is he a heart of the order guy? He's just having a down year. He's a good player. Just having a bad year. I thought he'd bounce back by now, but he hasn't. But let's finish off by winning this game in Washington on Wednesday afternoon and look forward to the Pirates coming in town for a first of three. We swept them earlier this year at home, too. Brewers already played him at home. So uh, big four-game series coming up with Pittsburgh beginning on Thursday night. We'll talk more about that on tomorrow's show. All right, we'll get to your tweets. See what you all had to say about this trade today or the, and the, the last couple of days. I put out there, did the Brewers do enough? Did the Brewers do enough to, to satisfy the appetite of Brewers fans out there? I said I wish they had done. They had made one more move. Uh, getting a big bat was not in the cards. Obviously, Matt Arnold, there was opportunities to do that. He just didn't want to move with any of his, his big prospects. And by the way, Woodruff did pitch in Nashville. Did pitch in Nashville through 72 pitches on Tuesday night. Um, so they'll see what's next for him. 72 pitches. Is he going to make another start in Nashville? Or are they going to bring him back? And and start put, start putting him to use. He's made three different appearances: two in Appleton and one in Nashville. I bet you he's done making rehab starts. I got a feeling he's going to be called up and be activated soon. I wonder if he'll be activated this weekend against the Pirates. Uh, yeah, he could be maybe Sunday. We'll see. Uh, do the Brewers do enough? Uh, Aaron says, "World Series champs, here we come." Okay. Uh, Cody, they did good. They got some help where it was needed. They didn't give it up uh, up any high prospects. The Urias, Urias deal was a head scratcher, for, to say the least. Now, we haven't talked about that. Yeah, the Brewers made a low-level move. Well, they gave Urias their starting third baseman to start the season. But the Brewers obviously didn't think Urias was ever going to match what he did in 2021 when he was look, looking like he was in the upswing of his career. They traded him for a, a single-A prospect, a pitcher, a Bradley Braylock, Blaylock, Bradley Blaylock, single-A pitcher, coming off Tommy John surgery. And according to Matt Arnold, the guy the scouts, the Brewer scouts, really have their eye on. Okay? But you're giving up Urias. 
And the reason why you give up Urias there is would they move Tyler Black to third base? Would they move him over to third base? They're obviously happy with Monasterio at third base. I don't like him in an everyday role, but as a role player, yes. But Monasterio has done enough to stay on this Brewer team because Urias was giving him nothing and he wasn't doing anything at AAA. So the Brewers thought definitely part with Urias while they can. And they did. So Urias was traded. Yeah, that was another move that was made just before the deadline as well. Kevin says, million-dollar question. What I really like about the Brewers is they play as a team. doesn't appear that there's any big-headed hot shot. Yeah, that's the way the Brewers have been. The Brewers have always had, I mean, for the longest time, and I know Ryan Braun drew the ire of some Brewers fans out there, okay? Some guys didn't like him. I know a lot of Major League Baseball umpires didn't like him. That doesn't matter. But I, I think for the most part, the Brewers have had good team guys. Through their history, it's been that way. Garza was probably the one guy that was, I don't know, just didn't seem to fit in well with the Brewers. Uh, Harley says, hey, Chuck, they started off August with a W. I personally don't think that they did enough. See Jimenez. But if other teams were asking the White Sox, their asks were unreasonable, then I can understand Arnold's position. The White Sox, in other words, were the White Sox asking too much for Jimenez. Hope the young players can continue to develop. Yeah, the, the, the good side here is the Brewers keep their prospects. We'll see how far that takes. You know, that remains to be seen. Them not going out there and getting themselves a big-time bat, that remains to be seen. And how these prospects, again, that's why the prospects, we all know they don't always develop. We all know that's the case. Uh, let's see here. Mario says, we would have picked up another closer, and to be honest, Carlos Santana just feels like an older Rowdy Telez. No, Carlos Santana is an upgrade of Rowdy Telez. Upgrade. Not that Rowdy was a bad fielder. He wasn't. But Santana's really, he's gotten better with age defensively. And both sides of the plate, I like Carlos Santana. 37, I know that age, but... He seems to be taking care of himself and in decent shape. We'll talk about tomorrow's matchup and look ahead next. Coming up on Lockdown Brewers. Welcome back to Lockdown Brewers. Chuck Freeman, your host. Final game in Washington, 6.05 with that, I should say, 12.05 with that first pitch. 12.05 with that first pitch. You get it on Sirius, Sirius XM. Search Brewers. You get every Brewers broadcast. I love Sirius XM because, you know what, you get out of, you get out of a game, too, if uh, you're not if you're at the game. Get in the car. I live about an hour away from the ballpark. Yeah, 45 minutes. Turn on the West Coast games. Hear what the Dodgers are doing. Hear what some of these teams that they have. Just turning on a baseball game at night. Yeah, serious, serious XM. Getting out of our game and on the drive home on those late nights, turning on a West Coast game. It's a beautiful thing. All right, final game in Washington. 12.05 with that first pitch. Wade Miley takes a 6-2 and two record up against Gore McKenzie. <laughs> McKenzie Gore, I should say. 6-8 with a 4.42 earned run average. Could be Gore McKenzie. McKenzie Gore. Where's jersey number one, a left-handed pitcher? Brewers, you know, 
a little better against lefties as of late, but not a very good hit. It was a particular problem early in the season. Then they got the Pirates coming to town, the first of a four-game set coming up on Thursday night. Thank you, all the everydayers. Continue to download us. Google, Spotify, Apple, Amazon. We're on all the majors. Follow me on Twitter, Chuck Freeman, F-R-E-I-M-U-N-D. Love having conversations. Of course, I read your tweets on Twitter, whatever I can get to. And follow us also on YouTube, Lockdown Brewers. Go to YouTube, go to Lockdown Brewers, hit the subscribe button, hit the bell. We're going to be here for all of our shows Monday through Friday. And when big news happens, we sure to break in and do a short as we do after every game. We do a little shorty. We drop in instant reaction. I don't know if you've uh, signed up for those. You get those. Well, we get those. We put those on YouTube after the game. I always put up an instant reaction on those weekday games. So we're heading on the pedestal stretch, guys. Trading deadline has passed, and it is time. It's time for this two-team race. Yeah, the Cubs are still hanging in here, but I really believe it's the Brewers and Reds. Brewers and Reds. I think this is how it's going to pan out. The Cardinals have thrown in the white towel. Okay. The Cubs beat the Reds on Tuesday night, but it is the Brewers and Reds in this two-team race. Take care of their business and uh, come home and face the Pirates coming up on Thursday. I'm Chuck Freeman. Thank you, everybody. You've been watching and listening to Lockdown Brewers, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. We are your team every day.